Live from WonderCon 2018, you're listening to a special crossover episode of The Hollow Feed, Geek Radio, and a podcast about anime, The Podcast. This is episode one, The Hollow Feed. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Hollow Feed. And Geek Radio. And the anime podcast. We're in a hotel. We're at WonderCon, actually. We're at the um, Hilton, the actually. Beautiful Anaheim. Well, yeah, okay, so... For once, you guys had to come to me. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, came, we came to you. Because you're, you're down... Where, where, you're in Anaheim, Anaheim, correct? Okay. Home sweet home right now. For once, he doesn't have to travel from Anaheim to North Hollywood. That's got to be nice. Yeah. Sounds fun. Well, we're in a uh, hotel full of weebs, and we're just going to be talking about... Whatever kind of pops into our mind. We have some Star Wars stuff to talk about. I'm sure Chris will interject. Um, You're talking about WonderCon. WonderCon? No Star Wars? But there's Star Wars stuff there. You saw... If there's Star Wars stuff here, yes, you can talk about it. Okay, so I'm going to add it. Mandalorian stuff was here. (laughs) Um, There was an entire booth dedicated to Mandalorians. I am going to add a little pop-up thing, because you're going to send me that photo, and I'm going to edit this together later. Um, So... What have you seen? Everyone, the, look at this photo. Right, yeah, is that where it's going to be? Yeah, it's right going to be like right in front of your face. Check out this photo. Yeah, right Star there. Wars stuff from Wonder Um So, what have you seen since you got here? Star Wars or otherwise? Just like what? Like, let's talk about WonderCon itself. Like, what okay. have you seen since for the hour that you've been here? Well, no, I was here yesterday as well. Oh, okay. Um, the first thing I saw walking up was my favorite cosplay of the weekend, which was a guy dressed as Kevin Smith, and his friend was dressed as Silent Bob. Oh my God. I saw them when I was leaving the uh, Bad Samaritan panel. I loved it. Okay, so the best cosplay that I have seen is naked Kylo Ren. I did not see that. <laughs> it's like the guy, uh, it, he was dressed as Kylo Ren, but without a shirt, like from episode eight. Right. Uh, it was great. And then he was with Ray that was in the, it was, uh, it was very. Uh, I, don't, I don't, see, my favorite was as I was coming over here, I saw someone wearing the inflatable dinosaur costume. Oh my god. Fighting someone wearing an inflatable reptar costume. So I think that was my favorite that's cosplay. Pretty, okay, that's pretty so awesome. That, that, I think that that wins. I tried to take a video but then I realized since I didn't know how to record with my new phone, I wasn't recording. I was just holding my phone pointing it at them and pointing it at them the entire fight. Nice. Good job. Did you get that phone today? Yesterday. <laughs> so yes. Okay. So you're, you're learning the new phone. What did you get? You got the S8, right? Yep, because my S5 decided to turn into a brick. Nice. Oh. But what can you do? I, I, I mean, buy an iPhone? No. But I want a good phone. I have a good phone. I have an iPhone. Eh. Anyway, <laughs> so what did you see? Uh, let's let's start Wonder top Con. down. So any see anything Star Wars related while you were here? Um, I'm, I've seen a lot of cosplay. Uh, I know that Chris saw somebody doing uh, cosplay of Han Solo and whoever the other. It's going to be posted on our Instagram in a bit. Kira, is it Kira? Is that okay. her name? I yeah. think yes, Kira. Okay. Uh, Han and Kira. 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 Yeah, or okay, it could be whatever. it could be pronounced like. Quora. We just don't know, but it, like Quora, we look at we think it's Kira. Colonel. It's pronounced Colonel. Colonel. So besides the uh, cosplay, I did see a small Mandalorian booth tucked away. Had some merch there. That's there was cool. also at a Star Wars fan. Wait, booth. hold on, hold on. What's it near? Because I'm gonna have to go there. General. Honestly, I walked around so much. The okay. most I can tell you is it was in a corner. Okay. So Sounds that fun. narrows it down to four it, places. Down a bit. <laughs> um, 
Hmm. But yeah, no, there was at a Star Wars fan booth, there was a stationary reactionary R2-D2. I saw a, a couple BB-8s that were being controlled walked around. Some of the um, First Order little mice bots, those black boxes that kind of wheel around. And I also saw You mean the a, mouse droid? Let's go with <laughs> that. I'm tired. I also saw a full-size K2SO, uh, basically, but it allowed for a person to stand behind it kind of feet down, attached to their feet, arms at its side, able to so move cool. it. Did they dress all in green? No, they were uh, just wearing... They didn't commit. They didn't commit, unfortunately. But, I mean, there were some... I mean, yeah, you don't expect to find much Star Wars stuff here, but... No, yeah, yeah aside from some cosplay, surprises. I haven't seen a lot of yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's been... I mean, I mean, there's been tons of merch, and... There's always it, merch. If I had thought ahead and taking the time to write Lots down like which comic books I was missing I could have filled in all my gaps but of course I didn't do that either yeah so like, I, like, this is for those of I you did who wrong. don't know uh, <laughs> WonderCon is primarily uh, like mini Comic Con it's run by the same people but it's not five million dollars to get it's in it's actually Comic Con not Comic Disney Con it's what used to yeah. be it's what Comic Con yeah. used to be it's what San Diego Comic Con was like when I first went which was when I was in junior high and I'm not going to say what year that was but it was just like this. It was actually very seventy-seven, <laughs> thirty-seven. Whatever the first, whatever the first San Diego Comic Con. <laughs> um, but it was more focused on comics, and if there were movies and stuff, it was comic movies. It, now you know San Diego is just pop culture fest, or uh, yeah, pretty much everything. And it it really felt more like like this, WonderCon. This this is only the second time I've ever gone. Last year was my first WonderCon, even though I've lived in Anaheim. I just never really went. And when I went last year, I was like, okay, this is what I miss about San Diego. I'm going to start going to this yeah. now. It's so. like there was this stereotypical merchandise you'd expect at any con. Right. But then you had like But it the, was right next to a, a booth that was literally selling comic books. Whether it was self-published, <laughs> small publication, not DC or Marvel. White boxes full of old comics that somebody's wow. just selling. Like, selling, that's what yeah. I used to get at Comic-Con. So I'm really, I'm really <clears throat> enjoying this. Yeah, I have never been to Comic-Con. I have never been to this convention. Today's like the first time that I've actually been here during the convention. Like I've known about it since I was in high school, but I've never like committed to like being able to get down here or I miss it by a week. Mm. Um, the last few years I've had uh, another convention. I go to, um, you guys are going to hate me, but I go, I go, I go to a mile Brony of convention um, every, single, um, every single year. And it's actually next weekend rather than this weekend. So a lot of the time, this uh, this convention's the last weekend of March, and so is that. So it's like, well, am I going to go and do my thing at PonyCon where I know everybody? I, you know, I've like I'm friends with like a lot of YouTube people, a lot of cosplay people that are in the in the pony community, and like, you know, am I going to go to that or I'm going to go to here? And th- I think next year is going to be the week before too because like it fall because they don't want to go into april that's why um i mean they don't want the conventions don't want to be fighting with each other so there's no reason to overlap like that yeah and they've been doing that for the last couple years so i think that's might have been one of the reasons why because i know a lot of people that are on the panels and stuff here do pony stuff because i don't know if there's like a dedicated pony uh, panel here, but I do know that a lot of people go to both, or they have to choose one or the other, and there are like higher ups in the you know con community. So I'm assuming that's kind of what it is. I know a lot of the 
a lot of the times it actually depends on when the convention center is open as well and o- you know open for like an actual con rather than that, anything else because I know like for VidCon they book like two years in advance to do anything so oh, yeah. there's that so this was the first convention I've ever gone to because it's the first time I haven't been out of the country preparing to go out of the country or needing money to get out of the country oh well uh, welcome to America and I wish I not brought my credit card with me oh I have a battle axe being shipped to my home it should be there in about a week good job I just bought a new monitor I'll show you pictures of it later. But yeah, there yeah, I've, I've spent a small fortune in there. Yeah, I, I bought some. Yeah, there's a reason why I don't bring anything but cash to conventions because when I run run out of cash, oh, I'm yeah. done, and that means like cash for like food too. So like I will go and buy stuff. I have never gone to a convention and bought something, um, besides food. So I, I'm a good con goer. Um, I bought this girl dinner once, but that's about it. I got a flat tire on the way here yesterday, Ooh. so I had taken out, like, I'll spend this much money at, at WonderCon, and the first $45 went to get a used tire to get me here, so that was kind of a bummer. But nice. after that, it's been good. Nah. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pimp some of the stuff I got. I, Go got a, I got a bunch of artwork, and I that was another it. thing there was a lot of here. There were a lot of small, uh, kind of small personal Items. Do it. Uh, there were a lot of artists who weren't right. here with big companies just selling their own artwork. Got a lot of that, but I also got a. Speaking of having comics other than DC and Marvel, I got the first collection of Fathom, which is the was the flagship comic for the Aspen uh, publication company. Uh, looking forward to reading it. They look like they have a pretty good selection of comics and other stuff to read. Unfortunately, the guy who started Aspen, uh, Michael Turner, I guess he passed away a few years after starting it. But I guess Fathom, right here, is uh, Fathom is on its 20th year, I believe they yes, said, in publication. I, I, it's, I remember reading it about 20 years ago, so yeah. that sounds right. Aspen, as a company, is 15 years old. They named, were on Top Cow, I think, originally. Yeah, named after... Here, show them the cover. Named after... The main character of Fathom is Aspen, uh, was talking to someone at the booth. They were, I believe they said it was with DC? I thought it was Top Cow, which was a sub of oh, somebody else. you know what? You're right, yeah. Um, but then eventually Michael Turner wanted to make it his own, his own company, and now they had a few, they had a few dozen uh, comics. They're all standalone. They apparently just released a crossover between this one and their second best-selling series. Uh, but yeah, I... Uh, Looked at this one, some of the other one, Aspen looks like a puts out some pretty good comics. Can I see some of the art? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, <laughs> yeah. let's like look at the. If art. you crack the spine, You're I'm gonna hang you now, with this. <laughs> yeah, look, look, that the looks art beautiful. looks really good. Yeah, I'm trying to keep this, you yeah. know, making it, you know, yep. make it nice. Yeah, the art looks really nice. Like, here, let's show them that. Oh, oh, because that is a. Let's see if we can find it again. Whatever, we'll just show them this one. Here, hold this. Uh-huh. Just to give you an idea of what the artwork looks like. Looks good. So it's, it's solid artwork. It's not... It's clearly someone who has experience. For the most part, the maj- the majority of this first volume was completed by Michael Turner, and then when he passed, uh, someone else completed it. But it is kind of going along with the story he envisioned, the artwork he envisioned, which That's is nice. Awesome. Yeah. 
And then the second book from a self-published author who was just saying he is just looking at getting picked up by a publication, possibly. Talked to him a bit before I got it, signed the book. Matthew Wolf, uh, uh, bleh, series is called The Ronin Saga. There goes the bookmark he gave me. Uh, first book's called Knife's Edge. It's a good high fantasy novel. Uh, I got it at the beginning of the convention, so I cannot begin to tell you what it is about. But... Yeah. Uh, it, it has to do with character, with these mythological figures uh, who are human but are kind of held in such renown and kind of gone to the annals of history who are able to control different elements, air, metal, wind, flesh, because that's, that's an element. Um, but yeah, so it's a very good high fantasy. Let's look through it a bit. If I can't speak right now. But yeah, Matthew Wolf. Ronin Saga. It's a really interesting series. I'd recommend checking it out. Knife's Edge is the first book. Someone else say something, so I stop rambling. Hello! There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, the book art looks fantastic. Like, and this, this, is, this w- isn't a graphic novel. It's an actual novel. It's an actual so keep that book. in mind. It's a real book. There's words and no pictures. No pictures. I'm writing. I'm a, out. I, I'm, I'm writing a book with no pictures right now. I'm yeah. not, not going to make that joke. Nope. Nope. Anyway, um, what joke? Don't worry about it. I'm going to have so to. So what else did we see here today? Um, I saw someone in full Princess Bubblegum cosplay. I've only seen cosplay. I, I'm, I haven't gone into the convention because I unfortunately just don't have a ticket. Yeah. So oh I got well. a ticket because my friend had guest passes. Well, lucky ducking dude. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to figure out, like... I don't know what your excuse is. I've been here for six hours. Me? Yeah. Um, well, because I don't have the money for a ticket. They're sold out today. No, I'm saying I don't know why you're tripping over your words. Oh, I'm tired. And I just had food. I had vegan pizza. I haven't eaten all day. So. Where did you get vegan pizza? Uh, there's a vegan pizza place down the street. Dumpster. Oh, there's that. Yes, there is. I know which one you're talking about. I thought you were going to tell me there's a vegan pizza truck outside, and I was going to be like... <laughs> Same. <laughs> I would have been like, oh, I'm gone. I'm like, here, Patrick, here's like money. Am I the food. only omnivore here? Um, yes, you are. Okay. Did you just say omnivore? Yeah. Yeah, because I eat meat and, and, and not meat. I eat meat and the stuff meat eats. Uh, sigh. Yeah, because when people tell me they're carnivores, I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're either vegetarian or you're omnivore. You eat a little of everything. Wait, are you vegetarian? Yeah. Oh, my God, you are? Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Learning new things about my friends. Fantastic. <laughs> um, how long have you been, like, vegetarian? Or are you vegan? I was vegan for a little while for oh, health reasons. Not- but Yeah, right. we talked about this at In-N-Out one time. I, I- While I was eating a vegetarian thing and you're oh. eating nothing <laughs> i was Speaking eating food fries. have any of you gone to one of the dozens of food trucks lined up outside WonderCon right now um, um i have not, not this trip i think i did last year trip. but i probably will tonight i had uh i might have to steal your pass so i can go get food no i might have to steal someone's pass so i can get food there's a lot of people here just not getting mine okay it's totally off the subject but are the trucks inside the no pass? the trucks are outside yeah, because you, you have yeah, yeah. trucks yeah good. No, if there's you, security with all the food trucks. Yeah, but as long as you don't hit past the scanner, you're yeah. 
Really? Do this. Yeah. Okay. Because hotels. Yeah, you you have to you have to scan out in order to get there. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you're good. I tried to go in to look at food trucks, and they stopped me and told me they really? turned me away. Yeah. What time? Like noon when I got here. It might have just been because it was, that's when a lot of people were getting here, so <clears> they just didn't want to worry about someone trying to sneak in without a pass. Oh, uh, okay. That Could be. Sense. But, I mean, I didn't see anybody there really monitoring who was or wasn't coming and going. All right. Especially with, Maybe I'll be with the food able, truck area. I don't know. Because I know it's, like, right outside. It's right outside. No, yeah, yeah. across the street like, near there. Yeah, no, I, they were just like, yeah, you can't come in. And I'm like... I just wanted to get food. The only thing I ate inside so. the, the con itself was I grabbed a pretzel today because I was just, I had already had a bunch of beer. And you know what goes good with beer? Pretzel. Pretzels. I will say that was, even though I've never been to a con, I know the one thing that holds true at every con is the food costs a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, yeah. So rather than eating, I just decided to buy myself more stuff. Yeah, that's why yesterday um, I, I, yeah. ate, I ate at a brewery before I came over, but I didn't want to eat con food. Yeah. But then afterwards, I came here and they have a good pizza downstairs. So, yeah, not for you, yeah. but they do for you. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, there's, um, I'm sure that they'll have food Jeez. for me. I'm excited, though. Um, what else is going on at this convention? Like, what's Besides going on the food? <laughs> food and, like, comics. But um, like, yesterday, I went to a, a panel that was actually about comic books, believe it or not. It wasn't wow. about movies. Um, it was for the uh, Action Comics is about to hit their 1,000th issue, which is action. kind of a big I deal, which is Superman. Oh, Okay. So I'm not a comic person. Superman I'm was sorry. introduced in Action Comics, and and uh, Batman was introduced in Detective, which is probably going to hit its 1,000 next year, like shortly thereafter. Okay, so they're close. Yeah. They're they're <laughs> making a big deal about you know they've got multiple writers coming in for the thousandth uh, issue. That's awesome. Uh, they were going to add all this extra material to it, and then they decided. I think what they're doing is the day after it comes out, there's a there's a book that's called like 80 Years of Superman that goes along with it with all the additional material. That's awesome. Um, Marv Wolfman, who's a big DC guy, talked about when he toured DC Comics when he was just a kid. They used to take all the unused art and just throw it in the incinerator. And when the kids came through, they're like, do you want any of this? So he grabbed just a stack, and then he traded with other kids, and he found a full 12 pages of Superman art that was never released that was drawn by the creators. And he's been holding, it on, holding on to it his whole life. And DC was like would you be cool if we finally published this for the 1,000th issue? And so he, he was like, okay, I guess I'm ready to, to pat And like, then he said, how much do you want to buy it for? Right, well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I mean, his their their mistake uh, is his profit, so. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it looks to be pretty cool. It comes out next month. Um, That's awesome. Uh, in, in honor of the 1,000th uh, issue, they brought back, I wish I brought them with me. They, they're bringing back Superman's red trunks. So everyone at the panel yes. got to, uh, a pair of red Superman trunks that say the trunks are back on them. But that was yesterday, so yes. I already took them home. I did not feel yeah, like wearing you, them today. You, no, I didn't put them on. You, no. That's what I was, I was like, did you <laughs> put them on? A lot of people, as they were walking out, put them on, and were just walking around with red trunks on the outside of their jeans. I'm That's like, great. I, I, I can't do it. So now the better question is, are you ever going to wear them? No. Are you going to send me a picture of them? Nope. Uh, the, of the trunks themselves? Yes. Yeah, I won't be in them. Only when he's <laughs> drunk and very alone. <laughs> I'll send it to the group chat so you all okay, get it. Okay, and then we, we yes. all get to see it. I need this in my life. <laughs> that was yeah. cool. It was a cool panel. It was a very cool panel. So, it was a lot of heavy hitters from DC talking about Superman through the ages and, and where they're going the with ages. it. And apparently Lauren and Ron are both panel hopping for the most part today, right? Yeah, I know that's where Lauren is currently. 
But I think Ron was saying he was going to be going to a lot of panels. Yeah, I thought he said something about panels till eight or nine at night. So yeah, he's going he's, hard. Yeah, I I just came here from the Bad Samaritan panel. I'm not going to talk about the exclusive scenes of the movie they showed here because the director asked us not to, and he wrote Stargate the movie, so he is my god. Yeah. So I'm going to obey everything he says. But no, David Tennant and Michael Sheehan. Wait, David Tennant. Yeah, they're the. They weren't there, but they're they're two big names you'll recognize who are the two of the leads of the movie. Okay. If you so don't know, David Tennant is Doctor Who. He is uh, the it's a doctor. it's a British science fiction. Yeah, everybody doctor knows Doctor Who. who. <laughs> I think that's the point, Chris. The director was is actually a big Doctor Who nerd, dude. And the pins for the movie look like. I'm this. so excited to see this. I need to see this. So it's David Tennant. See? And on top of the pin it says who. Ask, asking the question, who is Kale Ehrendreich, who is the antagonist of the movie and David Tennant's character. Okay, so so he, to had to, he had to slip in that little, that little Doctor <laughs> Who jab. And then Michael Sheehan, for everyone who knows, was one of the main actors when Misfits first came out brilliant actor and luckily he is going to be Irish using his Irish accent in this movie so I mean it looks like an awesome horror thriller uh, movie it's yeah this is in public uh, public previews of it uh, these two two guys who work as valets uh, they have they rob people by after they take the keys to go park their car, since most cars have GPS nowadays, they will enter home, drive to the person's home, steal this or that of kind of unnoticeable, inconsequential value, and then have it back before the person comes to reclaim their car until they uh, take David Tennant's character's keys, go to his house, and find there's a woman locked in his basement who's been tortured. I've heard about what? this, actually, and, yes. and it kind of... David Tennant's character is aware something is up, then you have this kind of back and forth between David Tennant, uh, Michael Sheehan, between Michael and Sheehan, the rest of the cast, and Carlito Olivero and Jacqueline Byers, who are the three main characters, kind of going against uh, David Tennant, trying to save Carrie Condon's character, who's the woman uh, trapped in his basement. But it's it's it seems very good. It doesn't. I mean, it, it looks like a good movie. I mean, uh, Dean Devlin has a lot of experience writing, producing, a uh, decent amount directing. Uh, so, yeah, it just looks like an all-around good I, movie. I, I need to see this. Horror. When is this coming out? May 4th. Because, and May, I, May the 4th be with May 4th. You. And because at the beginning of the panel, there was a recording of David Tennant where he said the movie comes out May the 4th. And you could tell he was trying not to complete that... Star Wars faux pas. Mm. But Dean Devlin did at the end. He said it comes out May the 4th. Be with you. So that, That's fantastic. Um, what well, is I think it? their marketing needs to be May the 4th. Be with who? Yes. <laughs> I love it. I remember that. May the 4th be with who? I love it. Okay. Sure. I like that. Let, let's go with that. Let's Please. go with that. If somebody from the, the marketing team for this movie like sees this... Oh, yeah. Speaking of their marketing team, they're also... I have a question. Yeah. Before I forget, not to interrupt, <laughs> but you'll get back to your, no. your thing. No, I really, Who's yeah, your doctor? Yeah, who is your doctor? And that's for all of you. Who? 
<laughs> I mean, I've seen I've seen all the Doctor Who's, but Wait, all of them. Uh, yeah, well, all of them. All, um, all except for the ones that 13. were destroyed because of improper storage, because the show wasn't popular when it came out, so the company didn't, you know, store the footage well. Most but, of them are on BBC One, BBC. Anyway, but what are their streaming services? I mean, Eccleston, like he was the first one I watched. I think David Tennant's the better doctor, but that just could that could just be because David Tennant had more time to shine. But Eccleston was a delight, but David Tennant, I gotta say, is and I mean he's he's most people's. Yeah, I think so. Except for people who people who have been watching longer, a lot of people like the uh, is it the fifth Doctor, I believe, one with the scarf. Or is yeah, that the fourth? Yeah. Tom it's Baker. Tom fourth. Baker. Yeah, fourth. Tom yeah. Baker was four, uh, four. Yeah. He is my favorite doctor. That's yours? All right. Well, of like the overall, yeah, Baker. Um, but realistically, and a lot of people are going to hate me for this. But I was going to follow. If, if, if you gave me an older one, I was going to say, who's your, your modern doctor? Okay. So I, 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 I have done Doctor Who cosplay for years and years, and I've always done Matt Smith. I recently rewatched season or series eight, nine, and ten, and after finishing and concluding with uh, Capaldi, I think Capaldi in season ten is better than Tennant and Smith. I haven't seen combined. any of uh, any of Capaldi's Doctor Who. Season eight and nine is uh, season eight is and uh, nine is okay. Season ten is ten so fantastic. good. The, like the, I actually bought the entire like. It was on Amazon for like $25, and I'm like, I have to watch this, and I ended up watching it. Well, it while so we're good. on Doctor Who, yes. the showrunner for the for the new the new Doctor... Stephen Moffat is leaving, yeah, and... It's not who, Stephen Moffat. No, well, Stephen Moffat was the old... No, yeah, but the, yeah. the current one, the one uh, who's going to be for the first female Doctor. What is his I, name? I can't remember his name. I just know that I... But have you... Have is you, it Chris Chibnall? There we go. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, have you seen? Do you do you recall his episodes? Yes, and I hate all of they're, them. They're 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 pretty bland compared um, compared to on the grand scale on the grand scheme of looking at all the Doctor Who episodes. They're pretty unforgettable, color by the book stories, and most of them seem to have countdown clocks. Oh yeah, yeah all three of them all have of them. countdown clocks. Yep. A lot. And they Did have they characters hate? doing stupid things, like when someone will say, don't do this obvious thing you don't want to do because you want to come out of this in a good position. They then go ahead and do the thing to add to the drama. And that's kind of the formula for a lot of them. Well, then maybe we can just hope that because being a writer and being a showrunner aren't exactly the same job. Yeah. But he, isn't he also going to be... He'll the, probably be writing a few. But yeah, he's going to be know. writing. He'll yeah. also have some influence over the scripts that are accepted. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there. it's not like... I'm thinking, yeah. like, maybe he'll... Hopefully, just be involved in, in like a little more of the overarching arc and get people in there to fill in the details and make it a little more interesting. So we can only hope. Yeah. I'm, keeping my, I'm trying to stay positive. I mean, I, I, I think that's all we can do yeah. at this point. And obviously, like, uh, like the big thing about like any doctor that comes in, um, obviously with the exception of Matt Smith, um, is the first couple episodes you're gonna hate the new doctor. You're gonna it's gonna be weird to see. The old person go. And I've, I've never hated the new Doctor when it comes in because I actually like know what the show's about, so I don't get people who hate the new Doctor because like, it's like it's a different person. Yet get used to it before you start. I hate the new Doctor. They shouldn't have gotten. It, it, no, I like, and that's kind of what I mean. Like I know a lot of people that are like, oh yeah, like I don't like, like for me specifically, I didn't like Apollo like the first like four episodes in, into his run. 
but after that, like I started really liking him, and I really started, yeah. you know. I it wasn't my favorite in the beginning by yeah. far, but I stuck with it, and I knew a lot of people who were just like, no, nope, didn't like the new Doctor, so I jumped off. I'm like, Why? really? Watch I mean, you, season you, 10. You like the show itself, right? You like the premise. Stick with it. Yeah. Because like you said, by the end of 10, I was like, wow. I'm like, you are really my blown favorite. I was that last like, season. What? Yeah, so I, I, I know, when I dropped uh, off, it was just because I was kind of Doctor Who'd out. Nothing against Capaldi. I like him, yeah. but I was just like, I can't watch any more Doctor Who. Like, I eventually I'll probably go back and I'll, yeah. especially now that he, his stuff is done, so I can, you can watch it. all of the Capaldi yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm currently uh, going through... Um, I'm currently rewatching Psych because um, I rewatch shows all the time. Um, I don't know. Have you seen Psych? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm rewatching Psych right now, but after I'm going to go through uh, Doctor Who because if I start in like a month, I should be able to go through uh, Eccleston, Tennant, Smith, and uh, Capaldi in time. In time to get ready for Whitaker, but. In that time, I can also watch as much as I can of the original Doctor Who, because I want to. Like my goal in life <laughs> is to watch every single episode and every single frame of Doctor Who that is left. That's just because right. obviously a lot of it is not, you know, is destroyed or anything else like that. It's like gone. So like, like obviously like. Uh, Tom Baker is my, my favorite doctor. Oh, before before we get further into the yes. doctor, just to finish up the oh, yeah. uh, yes. the Bad yeah. Samaritan. I didn't think I was going to derail us that much. Oh, yeah. I thought it was going to be a quick, oh, no. who's your doctor? But I mean, Doctor <laughs> Who, when you're talking about Doctor Who, it you just kind of yeah. steamrolls. But yeah, so one of the things they were they had mentioned at the Bad Samaritan panel was some was a company called Legion M. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah, it's an it's a entertainment right? company yeah. that's entirely fan-owned. So it's kind of a standard company, you buy stock in it and all that fun stuff, but it's it's only the fans putting money forward. So and that's because, awesome. and because of that, there is no big there's corporate no, you can't make this movie because I don't think it's gonna do well. Because you're getting so much of that now where people think, oh, this movie isn't gonna work because people don't know it, they're not gonna respond to it well. This way it's if a movie looks good, even if it's original, we have the money via Legion M to do it. I think I believe uh, when we were talking when the, he talked when um when Dean Devlin talked about this on the panel, he was saying right now there's 35,000, yeah, 35,000 people behind it, uh, but they're aiming for a million because Legion M, M for million, uh, was kind of how he approached it. But yeah, so I just wanted to make sure to mention that in mentioning Bad Samaritan. That's awesome. Well, you guys, that's going to do it for part one of our WonderCon 2018 coverage. Check out part two on Geek Radio. We'll be back next week with a regular episode of The Hollow Feed. Until then, keep on geeking on.